Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuned into Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast, a place where each trading day you can get at least a handful of trading ideas handpicked by the Benzinga Pro News Desk. That team has some of these stocks that we're going to go over today on their radar. We want you to consider if you should get one of these names on your watch list, on a chart, Maybe you make a trade, maybe you make an investment, maybe you don't do either of those, but you just get some good education to start your trading day here. Today is Thursday, December 8th, 2022. Mike, how is your Thursday going? Going great, Brenty. It is uh, it's wild. Another week almost over. We're kind of knee deep into December now. I felt like it was November just a day ago, and now we're we're getting more and more toward the end of the year. This is crazy. <laughs> we'll, we'll be okay. We'll make it. We'll make it, Mike. <laughs> We're going to start real quick, ladies and gentlemen, with a preview of our list, a little table of contents, if you will. And then we're going to jump into each of these a little bit more, but we'll get you out the door in about 10 or 15 minutes here with some good ideas, with some good education, and you can get off to your trading and have yourself a good trading day. Our first stock to watch is Lennar, ticker L-E-N. Stock to watch number two is Dexcom, D-X-C-M. Number three is H-F Sinclair. The ticker is Dino, D-I-N-O. Number four is Texas Roadhouse, T-X-R-H. And our last stock to watch for the day is Express, E-X-P-R. Mike, could you please start us off with what's going on in Lennar next week? It's going to be actually... Let's do it. Next week, we got quarterly results coming out on Wednesday. Lennar's one of the biggest uh, home builders in the U.S. And we were just talking about this uh, before we started of how there's kind of this sentiment that there's this big housing crash. Things are going you know, terribly for these home builders and the whole industry. And it seems like this, maybe the sentiment is not quite matching up to reality. There may be um, you know, some sort of opportunity here. This is an interesting one. I I would tend to agree here. Like, I, you know, the, the best way that I would describe housing right now is coming off of highs. And those highs were like elevated. Let's keep in mind. I wanted to highlight a few of our most recent data points for the housing space, for the home building space. There are like three or four notable data points that inform the housing sector. And all of these data points have been favorable. They've been better than expected over the last few months, we have pending home sales, we have new home sales, we have housing starts, and we also have existing home sales. Those are kind of your four major data points. If you're looking into the housing market, if you own or you're trading a housing stock and uh, pending home sales for the month of October, remember a lot of these economic data points are about a month or so lagging. Pending home sales for the month of October is the last data point for pending home sales that we got. It was down, uh, this reading was down about 4.6% on a month over month basis. However, economists were expecting a 5% decline. So that's better than expected. Housing starts, which is a measure of when a house begins construction for the month of October, 1.425 million housing starts for the month of October in the United States. Economists were expecting a reading of about 1.4 million better than expected. 
New home sales for October, 632,000. Economists were expecting about 60,000 lower than that at around 570,000. And then our existing home sales, which is makes up the one of the largest portions of the housing market. This is the sale of houses that are already built. People have been lived in and are now selling. For the month of October, existing home sales were 4.43 million. Uh, economists were expecting a reading of about 4.38 million. Again, better than expected. So keep that in mind as we're looking at Lennar's earnings next week. I think the perception, like you were highlighting, Mike, I think the perception is a lot worse here than what reality is. Our second stock to watch for the day, folks, is Dexcom, DXCM. Shares in the pre-market session were up about 6% Thursday morning. The company had some pretty important news. Since market opened, shares seen just a little bit of profit taking. Shares are still up about 4 or 5% here. Company's uh, continuous glucose monitoring system won FDA clearance. In the press release that Dexcom issued, they described the monitoring system as the most accurate device of its kind. Obviously, if we're talking about glucose monitoring, we're talking about you know diabetes and blood sugar levels, something that is affecting a lot of Americans, of course. This is not like a small company. This is like you know a multi-billion dollar company. Um, for them to get FDA go-ahead for the most accurate glucose monitoring system, this could be a pretty important news item for the industry, but of course, also for Dexcom. Yeah, that definitely seems like a, a, a big, um, a big th especially for continuous monitoring. That seems to be a, a trend more recently of instead of, you know, pricking your fingers over and over again, I have so many relatives and friends who have had to do that. These continuous monitoring systems are really a, an easier and uh, a, really a quality of life improvement too. So it's, it's fascinating sure. that now the, the most accurate of those devices is, you know, we'll see what, what that can do for the company. Absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on to our third stock to watch for the day, HF Sinclair ticker D I N O Dino. If you know them, you probably know the logo. It's a, it's a cool like brontosaurus guy, fossil fuels <laughs> and all that. Um, <laughs> this is not, not a ter terribly talked about stock a lot though. Uh, integrated petroleum refiner, uh, notable investor and Benzinga friend Mark Chaikin appeared on Benzinga's pre-market prep morning show said he loves HF Sinclair as an energy play. This is an interesting one. And the, you know, the sentiments around this one are, are, are pretty mixed and neutral. There's not a lot of uh, talk on the street that I've heard. So maybe one that's flying a little under the radar. And we should highlight news in the oil energy space today. One of the United States biggest pipelines, the Keystone pipeline, was shut down, I believe, late last night. There was an apparent leak coming out of the pipeline in Nebraska. And we did see oil move a little bit on this shutdown by uh, trans, uh, formerly TransCanada. It's now called TC Energy. And that does have a publicly traded stock. It's ticker TRP. Uh, oil, when I checked a little bit earlier, was trading up almost about a percent. Definitely seemed like it was moving here this morning. Stock to watch number four. Here we go. We're almost we're almost done, Mike. Texas Roadhouse TXRH. This is, of course, a play on the restaurant space, but more so this morning wanted to highlight some bullish analyst sentiment 
by an analyst over at a really good analyst firm, sell-side firm, research firm, Wedbush. This is also a really good analyst. Guy's name is Nick Setyan. He has been bullish on Texas Roadhouse. I saw a report this week where uh, Nick had talked to some management at Texas Roadhouse, which is totally a common thing. That's an advantage of looking at sell-side research, looking at uh, analyst research is a lot of times these analysts have very direct access to company management. And Nick spoke with Texas Roadhouse management, I think early last week or later last week. Uh, Nick said that he was incrementally more confident that Texas Roadhouse is uniquely positioned to meaningfully outperform category peers related to the company's same store sales growth. He believes that the company is poised for accelerating transaction games, and he believes that the uh, Texas Roadhouse is one of a handful of casual diners with reasonable 2023 expectations. That seems really important. Nick has a $111 price target on shares of Texas Roadhouse, so that's a pretty nice price target. Get you maybe another 10%, uh, $10 upside. I guess it's also 10% here. Uh, Nick is going to be appearing on Benzinga's Sock Market Movers YouTube show next week on Monday. That interview is going to be at 1.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nick also covers Cheesecake Factory, also covers Jack in the Box. We didn't, I don't think we know that Nick and the hosts of the Sock Market Movers Benzinga YouTube show are going to talk about Texas Roadhouse or Cheesecake Factory or Jack in the Box. But you can guess if we're having an analyst on to cover uh if we're having an analyst on the interview they're likely going to cover the socks that they that are in their coverage unit universe yeah this is a an interesting comment i mean that's pretty pretty strong um optimistic outlook i, I think, think so i think it's a great a great brand that's all over the place they've got I love those. I uh, love the bread that they have. I don't know if I've ever been to a Texas Roadhouse. Oh, you've never been to Texas Roadhouse. I mean, they're around, but I don't know if I've ever been to one. I'm trying to think. Wow. It's, it's good, Mike. Yeah, it's they good. got peanuts, and you just you, you throw them out on the on the floor. It's it's a whole experience. They brand they they provide a whole experience, and it's uh, nice experiential dining. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to our last stock to watch for the day. This is Express ticker. EXPR, not American Express, it's just Express. Uh, this is a sometimes forgotten meme stock. This was one of the ones that kind of popped up with Nokia and uh, way back in the, the original uh, meme days. Shares were up more than 60% uh, this morning following news from private equity firm WHP that they'll be investing about $25 million in the company to buy about $5 million shares. Um, this is some big catalysts. Whenever you see a private equity firm investing in a company like this, it can move a stock like like we're seeing today. Absolutely. Let's see what uh, Express shares are up since the open. A little bit of profit taking, probably not super surprising. Stock's still up about 43% for the day. This is a penny stock. It's under $2 right now. Um, Express was, <clears throat> remember that, you know, back in the beginning of last year, the, the GameStops and the AMCs of the world were a thing because those names had extremely high short interest. What a lot of people ended up calling like very elevated and inappropriate short interest and investors, retail investors started targeting these stocks using options positions to drive shares higher and they would create 
uh, an environment where shorts would need to get out of these positions really quick because the underlying stocks were moving higher and would create a short squeeze. And Express was one of those names alongside of GameStop and uh, and AMC and Bed Bath and Beyond. So keep that in mind as you're looking at the stock here today. This thing has continued to have a lot of high short interest on it over this year. And maybe some of that upside that we're seeing here today is due to that. Definitely really important news uh, if the company is getting an investment, getting some financing. But keep in mind that there's probably also like some market structure, some market sentiment here that is likely driving Express shares up. All right, folks, that is going to wrap it up for us today. This was your Thursday edition of Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast. We'll be back for a lively edition on Friday. Hope everyone has an excellent trading today. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy Thursday, everyone. We'll catch you tomorrow.